Luke, the 12th chapter and the 54th verse. And he said also to the people, when you see a cloud rise out of the west, straightway you say, there cometh a shower. And so it is. When you see the south wind blow, you say, there be heat, and it cometh to pass. Hypocrites, you hypocrites, you can discern the face of the sky. And I'm getting a ring on that. And of the earth, but how is it that you do not discern this time? Let's pray. Lord, we love you today. Thank you for your word. Thank you, God, for the anointing. We pray, God, that you would let conviction fall on this congregation and anoint me for speaking. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody says, Amen. You may be seated, and we're happy that folks that are away over the pandemic are being able to, to watch a service today. I, I love technology, don't you? I've got my Bible right here on the iPad. Aaron called me yesterday evening and I answered him on my iPad. I don't understand how it all works, but I like it. Praise God. We're living in amazing times, aren't we? I like to preach for a little while. What time is it on God's clock? I believe we're living in the, the end time. Not the end of time, but the end time. The end time's not going to, the end of time's not going to happen for a while, but I'm looking for Jesus to come someday. And I just, just an old song just popped in my heart. I'm looking for Jesus to come someday. Brother Homer sings that song many years ago. He sang that song. I'll, I ever be singing along life's way when the heavens unfold. I'm going to walk the streets of pure gold. I love those old songs about the coming of the Lord. And I believe it's closer than it's ever been before. There was a farmer that had a real old clock and it was messing up. And I can relate to that because I have a digital clock made in China. I think it's where it's made. And uh, how does a digital clock not keep good time? came by Shoney's at Quincy and it it had 857 which was only 823 this morning their digital clock is off but this farmer had this old clock and it was messing up and it chimed on every hour and so it went off and it chimed 16 times that's a lot of chimes isn't it he jumped out of bed and said get up Martha it's later than we ever thought it was and I believe it's later than what you think today. I'm looking for Jesus to come someday. <laughs> and it's very true concerning the, the coming of the Lord. Praise God. He's coming back and he's going to catch a people out of the Gentiles for his name's sake. Titus 2 and 13 says, Looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior Jesus Christ who gave himself for us that he might redeem to himself a peculiar people, zealous of good works. I believe I've got hope in Jesus today. Praise God. I got up this morning, looked in the mirror. You ever get up and look in the mirror and think, man, I, didn't, I don't feel that old. And I'm 65. And uh, my Brother Homer 75. Brother Morris is... 74. Brother Dennis is old and sturdy, man. 
<laughs> We're not getting any younger, are we? Uh, I pastored in Virginia a long time ago. It was our first church when Debbie and I were just kids. And, and those, a lot of those people down there said they were getting their new body. And I looked at them and I thought, how disappointing. I hope mine don't look that way when I get my brand new body. <laughs> I've had several surgeries and, and I've got some artificial pieces in my neck and I have an artificial knee and my boys said when the rapture takes place there's going to be a lot of clanging take place because all those pieces are going to fall but I'm getting brand new knees I'm going to have a glorified body likened unto his glorified body I've got hope in the Lord but in 2 Timothy 3 1 says this know also that in the last days perilous times shall come I believe we're living in perilous times men will be lovers of of their own selves covetous boasters proud blasphemers disobedient to parents unthankful unholy without natural affection affection truth breakers false accusers incontinent fierce despisers of them that are good traitors heady high-minded lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof from such turn away for this sort are they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women laden with sin, led away with diverse lust and learning, but never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. We're living in that day and time. It describes 2020 today. Man, it's a time of, of fear and, and uncertainty and, and confusion and, and lawlessness. I've never seen lawlessness like there is in the United States of America today. I've seen where they're going to pass a law in, in Florida or in uh, at Myrtle Beach in the Carolinas, in the, in the Carolinas and Florida also, that if they catch you without a mask, you're going to be fined and potential jail time. But they can burn down the police station and loot stores and, and absolutely do nothing to those people. Man, I'm telling you what, we're in a mixed up world and we're in a mixed up generation, but it has to come to pass. I've heard it preached my whole life that perilous times are going to come. I'm here to tell you today, they're here right now. Praise God. Praise God. But I, I, from the time I, I remember uh, my earliest memories of being in church, they were preaching that Jesus is coming any moment. How many knows what I'm talking about? I remember when our family used to sing together. We sing, trouble sometimes are here, filling men's hearts with fear. Freedom we all hold dear, now is at stake. That's in the, that's in the 70s we sang that. Humble your hearts to God, save from the chastening rod. Seek the way the pilgrims trod, Christians away because Jesus is coming soon. I'm telling you, and they preached it with fervency and, and, and an urgency that you don't see very much. But I'd look at the scripture and I'd think, well, you know, there's, there's some stuff that needs to take place. And the Bible says it has to be as it was in the days of Noah and in the days of Lot. And I'd look at the scripture and I'd think, well, we're not quite there yet. Sodom and Gomorrah was filled with lasciviousness. It was filled with perversion. It was filled with, with people that did unspeakable things. And that was just two cities, and we have multiple cities that's like that. I mean, we're living in the last days. 
Praise God. The gospel, it said, had to be preached in the whole world. It's the first time ever that the gospel was preached in the whole world. You can go to the, the, the South Africa and, and watch the gospel being preached on the Internet. We're preaching on Facebook. There's people in other countries that are listening to us today. I've had people from other countries text me and say, Hey, I watched you preach Sunday. Just had a gentleman tell me, a preacher friend in Ohio, he said, I, I was just watching you preach when you called me. And I stopped and had lunch with him coming back from the doctor's office the other day. It doesn't matter where you are or who you are, you can tune right in and get the gospel. But it's a sign of the end time. Praise God. And people are so conditioned to take the mark of the beast. And it's going to happen. And, and I've read things and I, I've heard on the news about how this COVID-19, when they come up with an antidote, that they're going to inject you and then they want to inject this microchip into your body that shows that you've been inoculated and things just they just fall together I just read an article on Fox News and, it, and I copied it and pasted it said that the world leaders and the most richest people in, on the earth are coming together and they want to reset our global economy and they plan to do that in January of next year it's another word for new world order. But I'm not shocked because the Bible says that this has to happen. Praise God. And it rings in my ear today the scripture I read. Behold, the bridegroom cometh. You better be ready because the trumpet's getting ready to sound. And if you're right with God, there's going to be a resurrection of the dead, but also there's going to be a rapture of the saints of God that are still alive. Praise God, hallelujah. Time's winding up. Man, I believe we're living in the end time. I've heard people make quotes and misquotes. Somebody told me the other day, so, well, the Bible says you won't be able to tell the seasons apart. That is not in the Bible. Matter of fact, Genesis 8 and 22 says, While the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest, and cold and heat, and summer and winter, and day and night shall not cease. I don't know where people come up with, with old sayings. I remember Brother Hurley and I went to pray for an old Brother Garley one time. and I remember being in his house, and, and uh, he had broke every picture he had in his house. He said, I did what Gideon did. I broke all my pictures pictures all my pictures Gideon broke a picture water picture not all the pictures he misinterpreted the word of the Lord and we were going to pray for him he said well you know I know I know it's God's will for me to be sick and brother Hurley said what do you mean he said well the Bible says suffer little children come unto me he left out the punctuation he meant suffer the little children to come. In other words, let them come unto me for such is the kingdom of heaven. He wasn't telling them that he wanted us all to suffer. You see, you can change, you can change the, uh, the meaning. You can say, Brother John, the preacher, who cares? Or you can say, Brother John, the preacher, who cares? It depends on how you say it. But people miss interpret the scripture but I'm telling you what 
It's plain to know that he's getting ready to come in the clouds of glory. You better be ready. How many's ever heard of Jerry Clower? You remember when Cletus or one of them took off? He was running down the road as fast as he could run. And Jerry said he ran out, ran out and tackled him and grabbed him and held on. said, what are you running from? He said, judgment's coming. He said, what do you mean? He said, I've I seen it rode in the sky. He said, that's not judgment. A plane wrote Pepsi, an advertisement. I've seen him ride in the sky when I was in Daytona. And he said, what are you going to do? Why were you running? He said, I was going to run until judgment caught up with me. Not me. I'm going to get my heart right before. Man, I got it right this morning in the middle of the night. I, I prayed, God, forgive me of my sin. You see, when the cry goes out, Behold, the bridegroom cometh. You better have your lamp full and your wick trimmed and burning because there's not going to be time to go get ready. Today is the day of salvation, the Bible says. They asked the Lord, what were the signs of thy coming and of the end of the world? And he said, take heed that no man deceive you, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am the Christ. And that's happened over the years. You're going to hear wars and rumors of wars. See that you be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. Nations going to rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines and pestilences. We're seeing those right now. The coronavirus is a pestilence. Man, you see, in Africa, there are swarms of locusts. They eat as much in one single day, one swarm, as 37,000 people. They wipe out everything green that is in the land. We're living in the time of pestilences. Praise God. And the Bible, the Bible says there's going to be uh, earthquakes. They just had an earthquake, 7.4 magnitude in Mexico last week. You just type in where, how many earthquakes happened today. And I've never typed it in one time that there wasn't about five earthquakes happening in one day. Man, we're living in the, in, in the time. There, it's just fastly approaching. Praise God. And, and uh, it says all these things are the beginning of sorrow. Then they're going to deliver you to be afflicted and shall kill you and you shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. Praise God. Many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. And because iniquity shall found the love of many shall wax cold. You ever notice that people hate Christians? I had somebody treat me real bad one time and I hadn't seen him in years. And, and I asked somebody, I said, why do they... Why do they act like they hate me so bad? It says, oh, it's not you. It's just what you preach and what you believe. It goes against the grain. Some reason or another, you know what? The world hates the church. But I'm telling you what, the church is the only solid foundation in this world. Heaven and earth is going to pass away, but the Word of God is never going to pass away. I want to hide it in my heart that I don't sin against the Lord. Praise God, because the Bible says that he that shall endure to the end, the same shall be saved. I'm going to keep on keeping on. Let come what may, I'm going to stick to the word of the God, the word of the Lord. Praise God. I've got a message for you today. I remember when Dad was dying. He had this dream, and the scripture came to him. Let not your heart be troubled. 
Ye believe in God, believe also in me. For in my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. And where I am there, ye may be also. Man, I've got a promise today. I've got a promise. I remember, remember uh, a, a lady was dying of cancer. And after she died, they found, they found a song she had written beside her bed, and they gave it to Brother Don Johnson, and he put words to it. He said, uh, I may not be living when Jesus returns back to this earth to take me home, but if I'm sleeping beneath the cold clay, I'm going to rise up with power on that resurrection day because the grave can't hold me. I'm going to come out with a voice of triumph. I'll rise up and shout. Oh, grave, where's thy victory? And oh, death, where's thy sting? I'm going to shout it so loud the heavens are going to ring. Death is the master over all the land, and no one can escape from his dreaded hand. But if the Lord calls you, you must go away to sleep there in silence beneath the cold clay. But the grave won't be able to hold you. My mama's gone, and my dad is gone, and my grandparents are gone. But I'm telling you one thing. They died in Christ. But when the trumpet of God sounds, one song says it's going to sound so loud that it's going to wake up the dead. It's going to quicken their mortal bodies and they're going to rise to meet the Lord in the air. And we're going to be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye. It's not a dreadful thing to be living in the end time. It's a glorious, wonderful time to be living. Praise God. Can you imagine when the trumpet sounds? going to have a brand new body. I like that old song that we used to sing years ago. I've got a mansion just over the hilltop. Somebody said, that's rooms. No, it's not. It's a mansion. Why do they want to change stuff? We were talking this morning with John and I in the office, and I was telling him about there's a picture over in the evangelist quarters. We need to take it down. It supposedly is the scripture out of the word of the Lord, but it don't even mean what that says. It doesn't mean what it says. And the Bible says if you take one word away, he's going to take your name out of the book of life. And if you add one word, he's going to add the plagues to you. I ain't messing with saith the word of the Lord. I'm going to follow line up on line and precept on precept. Praise God, I don't have to be, I don't have to be like the the, the church world today. I heard a preacher preaching. I did a combined funeral with a man. And, uh, and he, he quoted scripture, and I thought, that ain't what the Bible says. You see, I've hit it in my heart now for since 1968. And when somebody misquotes it, it just, I just kind of catch it automatically. I'm not about to change the word of the Lord but I'm going to follow it like it says. Praise God. Acts 10, even the angels told of his return. They looked steadfastly toward heaven, and as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, which also said, Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? Because this same Jesus that you see going away, he's going to come again in the same like manner. I'll tell you, he's coming soon, and there's no doubt I'm going to leave this world with a shout. Woo, hallelujah. Thank God for a promise. I'm going to make it. Man, the apostles preached his return. 
1 Thessalonians, Paul said in 4 and 15, For this we say unto you, that by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive remain unto the coming of the Lord shall prevent shall not prevent them from sleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Man, the grave's going to open up, and they're going to come out. But I'm telling you what, if I'm alive and remain, I'm going to rise to meet them. Peter said, and, 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 uh, and knowing this first, that there shall come in the last days scoffers and walking in their own lust and saying, where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers have fell asleep, all things continue as they were from the beginning of creation. Third chapter, the second Peter in verse 9 says, The Lord is not slack concerning his promises, as some men count slackness, but is long suffering to us, and not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night in the which the heavens shall pass with a great noise and the elements shall melt with a fervent heat and the earth also and the works that are in therein shall be burned up. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. He's coming back. You can take it to the bank. He's going to come back and you better be ready. It's going to come in two phases. The second coming of the Lord. His, he's going to come and catch his people away, and then he's going to come back with his saints. I want to be in that number that no man can number. Praise God. When Jesus comes for his saints, it's known as the rapture. One guy was arguing on Facebook one day, and he said, rapture's not in the Bible. And I said, no, it's not. Matter of fact, none of our words are in the Bible. But it means the catching away. So the Bible is firmly... And surely, completely covered with the catching away. It's just another word for catching away. He's going to rapture his church out. Praise God. The concept is very clear. In 1 Thessalonians 4 and 17, Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together to meet the Lord there. He's going to catch us up like a swooping and a gathering. I was thinking this morning early that Debbie and I stood on the shuttle runway before they even shot the shuttle up and landed it back. But we were watching a rocket take off in Florida one time. Man, we were five miles away from where it lifted off, but it shook the earth. And I thought, what power, that atomic thrust that's pushing that. I've seen twice, seen the rockets go up. We were way over in the middle of Florida preaching, and, and my brother called me, and he said, the shuttles, uh, or the rockets getting ready to take off, and we went outside and watched that thing take off. Man, what an amazing sight. There was such a thrust that was pushing that thing all the way past the, the, the pull of our gravity, and it was going to send it into orbit. And I thought, when the Lord comes back, you know what? It's not going to be an atomic thrust, but it's going to be a divine pull. And if that same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, if it dwells in you, it's going to quicken your mortal body. Amen. The grave can't hold you. I remember when I was a kid, Dad used to sell junk all the time. I didn't realize, you know, we had wall-to-wall -wall kids in our house. 
I think at one time while I was alive, I think there was 10 in the house at one time. Man, 12 of us all together. But we used to junk cars. You remember when we used to junk cars? One of us would hold the axe and the other one takes a sledgehammer and beat the axe and cut. That's when cars had frames. I remember holding that axe while one of the other brothers beat that axe and cut that frame in two, and I couldn't get that axe out of my hand. I couldn't throw it out of my hand. I had to pry each finger because they were locked, just like that guy in the Bible that couldn't let go of his sword. He'd cracked so many skulls and bones it stuck to his hand. But I didn't realize that, you know, Dad was doing it to feed the family. And we'd go up on the gob dump and dig and, and get copper and beat the corrosion off and take it down and sell it. And man, and I, I went down to Riverside. They had the old junkyard down there. And, and, and they had this great big old crane. It had this big old round magnet on it. And you could dump all your junk. And that thing, when you'd pull away, that thing would just swing over that. And the guy would flip the switch. And when he did, that junk would jump up. Whew. How many's ever seen that happen? Nobody junks this day and time, I don't think. You know what? It was a grab. It was a pull that defied gravity. And I looked, and those rails weren't going up. You know why the rails didn't rise? Because they were fastened down. The Bible says, "Lay aside all those weights and sins that does so easily beset us, and let us run this race with patience." Everything is not sin, but it's a weight. And I don't want anything holding me down. Praise God. I want to be free. The Bible says, whom the Son is set free, he's free indeed. Praise God. Hallelujah. In 1833, there was a meteor shower in the northeastern part of the United States. And they said an old man ran down to the cemetery and he thought it was the coming of the Lord. And somebody said, why did you run down there for? He said, well, I had a friend that lost his arm in an accident cutting a tree down and said, I know the Bible says he's going to get a brand new body. I just want to see him rise and see that brand new arm. He had the right concept. But I'll tell you what, I hope I'm right behind them when the dead rise up. I hope I get, if I'm alive, I want to go right behind them. Man, to be caught up, to be snatched up, to be seized up, to be, to be carried by force, to rapture. Man, a, an emotional sudden swoop from this earth in the hand of the man called Jesus. Praise God. I'm looking forward to him to come someday. The Bible says, Then two shall be in the field, one taken and the other left. Two women shall be grinding at the mill, one taken and one left. Watch ye therefore, for ye know not what hour your Lord doth come. And take heed to yourselves, lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with suffiting and drunkenness and cares of this life, and so that the day come upon you unawares. For a snare shall it come on all them that dwell on the face of the whole earth. Watch ye therefore, and pray always that ye may be accounted worthy to escape the things that shall come to pass, and to stand before the Son of Man. Praise God. The scripture is describing a sudden catching away. I remember when we had our old house. I love that old house better than any I've ever had. It had a personality. It was old, big, wide, trim. And I just loved that old house. Had a balcony up there. I could open my door at night and 
have the falls put me to sleep. We had to tear it down for parking. But I remember I was upstairs in the bed with the flu one day. You know, preachers get sick sometimes. You're quiet today. You're making me nervous. Like a long-tailed cat in a room full of rocking chairs. Not really. I used to preach at the rest home about 10 years. If you can preach at the rest home, ain't nothing makes you nervous. But I remember I was in bed sick, and I, I heard crying and screaming, and, and I was too sick to get out of bed. I had the flu really bad. And after about an hour, Debbie came upstairs. I said, what in the world's going on? She said, well, two ladies came. They had watched the PTL club, and it had, it had an enactment of the rapture. How many remembers that years ago? They had planes crashing and cars crashing, and, and they thought it was for real. They only got in on part of it, and, and they said, well, if it's the rapture, then the preacher and his wife will be gone. Let's go check. So when they found us home, they were kneeling at the couch, repenting and squalling and begging God for forgiveness. They didn't last very long. It's best to be ready right now. I'm telling you, it's getting late on God's clock. There's a new world coming right away. And I don't know, I don't know how devastating it would be if I'd wake up and, and I'd look over and her, her, her night clothes were there on the bed. And, she, and I couldn't find her anywhere. Or be working beside of somebody and all of a sudden they just... They just disappear and their clothes fall in the heap. You see, you're not taking your, your garments that you wear down here. You're going to get a brand new glorified body. You're going to have, I believe I'm going to get a robe of pure white. Man, I'm telling you what, it'd be terrible to, that, uh, to see even for your kids that you haven't reared them in the house of God. Even if you got right with God and, and God raptured you out and your children would be left. Man, I tell you what, I, I want to be like Noah. Noah didn't win a whole lot of souls, which I don't want to be like that. But Noah stood on the gangplank and he watched every one of his kids walk into the ark that day. He made sure his family was saved. I'd hate to get so involved in winning the world that I forgot to win my family. Because I tell you what, I want to rise, but I want my family to rise to meet the Lord in the air. Hallelujah. Eternity's too long to be wrong. David stopped with little Sadie yesterday and Karen. Man, they've been gone for a week and I'm, I missed them terribly. I want to spend eternity with them. Thanks God. I, I, I want to see mom again. I want to see Grandma Kinder again. Poor Granny, she's been over like this. Mom would help her up. Here's the way she'd come. I think she was 82. At the lighthouse, and she'd bring her up that side. She'd set her about where you're set, brother. She'd back her up. I might, I probably told you already. Grandma's over. I thought, boy, that's how you spell relief right there. Then we just sing, I'll have a new body, praise the Lord, I'll have a new life. She'd be going, whoop, 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 whoop,
Then she'd sit down after the president's got eased up and mom help her back the car again. She ain't going to be no stooped over little old lady anymore. But I'll tell you what, when she comes out of that ground, she's going to have a glorified body like it unto his glorified body. Woo, hallelujah, we have this promise. Praise God, God's people will no longer struggle with, with sin and lust and, and worldliness and sadness. Man, I'm telling you what. It's going to be an amazing time. Greg Hurley used to sing, If I never walk upon the streets made of gold, if I never stand beside the crystal sea, if I don't see those mansions prepared to be my final home, but I'm going to see Jesus who died for me to look into those eyes of mercy that washed over me when I strayed. I want to feel his nail-scarred hands that gently brushed the tears away. I want to thank Him for every drop of blood that flowed down Calvary. I want to see Jesus. How about you? Honey, come to the keyboard today. Man, hallelujah. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 15 and 51, Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep. But we shall be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet. Trumpet's going to sound, the dead's going to be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. Praise God. I'm telling you what, I'm going to be changed in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye. Paul said in the book of Philippians, for our conversation is in heaven, from whence also we look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's stand today. I want to see Jesus. If I never walk upon those streets of gold, and if I never sit beside the crystal sea, and if I don't see those mansions prepared to be my final home, oh, I want to see Jesus. How about you today? Cause he died for me.